This is episode 269 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life. Today's articles are 25 Things to Improve Your Home Security and War on the Second Amendment is Very Real. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 269. If you are new or you haven't subscribed, make sure you do that in iTunes so that you never miss another episode of the Prepper Website Podcast. Hey, a couple of things before we get started. I want to give a shout out to Island Family Mom from the UK. She left a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Really do appreciate it. Uh, she said, on each Prepper Website podcast, Todd Sepulveda reads out two of the best preparedness articles that have been posted on the Prepper Website and adds his own comments. I find this podcast informative and interesting, and it's also encouraging to me that the comments are given from a Christian perspective. There is a lot of practical advice and tips for people who are newer to prepping, in addition to more complicated topics. I would recommend it to anyone who is looking to be more prepared for any what-if scenarios or just to become a bit more self-sufficient. Well, Island Family Mom, I really do appreciate your review and uh, your comments, so thank you so much. And uh, if you do find value from the Prepper Website Podcast, I do appreciate your reviews on iTunes. Thank you so much. Hey, I received an email from author John Theo today. Uh, He is... Uh, just letting everyone know that his books uh, or his book, Mission Trip, Genesis and Exodus on Kindle is free for the next couple of days. And so uh, I did post it on the Facebook page and also on the Facebook group. I can't link it in the show notes because it goes to Amazon and, and for Amazon, I have to show that the link is coming from either like Facebook, Twitter or a website. It can't just come from like show notes, right? So anyway, uh, if you are into dystopian novels, this is like a dystopian novel set in like the future, right? So future survival and uh, very interesting. And so uh, you can go check a, take a look at that if you are looking for you know some uh, uh, a book to read. And uh, it's going to be free for the next couple of days. And like I said, I've linked to it on the Facebook group page. And so you can go check it out there. Our first article comes to us from survivalsullivan.com. And the article is entitled, 25 Things to Improve Your Home Security. You know, I've said before in the past, and I think it's uh, it's very true, I think that as our economy continues to uh, stall out, for those of us who are on Main Street, people on Wall Street, and you know, you got the job reports, you know, coming from the Main Street media, all that looks good. But I think that um, as, you know, your common everyday people are starting to see things, you know, go up in price and and, and things like that. I think uh, as the world that we live in, I think it's going to get crazier. And I think it's just common sense to uh, go ahead and, and make sure that your home is secure. And there are some things that you can do that don't cost a lot of money. There's some things that you can do uh, that uh, you can secure your home a lot better than, than you might think. So let's go ahead and read this one again from Survival Sullivan. And it's uh, 25 things to improve your home security. With the state of the world today, it's likely that you've begun to see some changes in your neighborhood. If you've witnessed increased activity in your area at night or an increase in strangers 
that seems to be visiting your neighborhood at various times of the day and night, it may be time to step up security. Luckily, there are some quick things to improve your home security that you can do gradually or in phases without breaking the bank to do it. Number one is use your locks that are already in place to keep would-be intruders out. You'd be surprised how many thieves will simply move on to the next home if doors are at, at your house are locked. And I don't know if you've ever seen any like security footage of people uh, rummaging through cars you know, in the middle of the night. What they will do that. They will go and they will check doors. And if they're, if they're locked, they just move on to the next uh, car or next vehicle. But if it's unlocked, you know, they'll go through it and rifle through it really quick. So that's you know, so basic. I think some people just don't, don't think about that one. Number two is beef it up. By swapping the standard short screws in your locks and door frames with longer, less easy to compromise screws. This reinforces your existing locks quickly and easily. When feasible, invest in a metal frame and metal door. Number three, leave the lights on. Outside to make it more difficult for would-be thieves to sneak around your yard and get close to your house, shed, or garage without being spotted. Number four, keep your mouth and Facebook status shut. You'd be surprised how many would-be thieves and other criminals monitor social media and eavesdrop at local businesses to find out who will be out of town when and for how long. Be careful who you brag to about the next vacation or your latest big purchase. It could cost you everything. Number five, security system warning sign. It may not do much to to deter intruders once SHTF, but up until then, just getting a decal for your window or sign in the yard can be enough to make would-be robbers think twice. And you can purchase those like at Home Depot and also on Amazon. Number six, home automation. Via light bulbs, smart curtains, and other tricks to make it appear like you are home when you are out of the house. Number seven, keep a clear line of sight between your house and the neighbors on each side as well as the street by trimming bushes and hedges down below eye level. This not only lets you see what's out there but makes it more likely a neighbor or passerby will intervene if they see something going down at your house. Number eight, take advantage of technology. Whether it's a simple game trail camera in the backyard or a more sophisticated security camera, Installing cameras around your home lets you see if someone is casing your home and sends a clear signal to thieves that you are watching. Number nine, make getting getting in harder. Reinforce sliding doors and all entry doors with floor locks and put window stops on the windows to make it that much harder for intruders to get inside. Sure, they can break glass, but that's noisy and they risk attracting the attention of your neighbors or waking you. Add safety glass window film to windows. Most thieves will take the path of least resistance. Number 10. Build your network. You don't have to share all your secrets with your neighbors, but keeping an occasional touch with them and playing nice can make them more likely to give you a heads up when they see someone lurking about your house. Number 11. Capitalize on Sinophobia. Many people have a fear of dogs. It won't work on all thieves, but you can capitalize on this by putting up a beware of dog sign and some other little things in plain sight such as dog toys, a huge dog bone, and a food bowl or dog chain by your back door. Number 12. Install a driveway gate and keep it locked. Don't allow people access to your property unless you can verify their identity, especially in times of crisis. 
Number 13. Hang something noisy over doorways at night. To give you a heads up if someone is getting in and possibly startle them enough to make them run the other way. Anything that will make noise such as bells that brush the top of the doors when they open it will work. The downside is you have to remember to drop them down low enough each night before bed and hook them up in the morning or listen to them anytime someone goes in and out. Number 14. Make use of a secure indoor safe for valuables, documents, and weapons. If someone does get in when you aren't home, don't make it easy for them to get your most valuable items. Number 15. Use solar-powered lights or solar-powered motion sensors to keep your outside lighting working for you even when the power is out. Power outages are an opportune time for people to try to break in. Don't make it easy for them. Number 16. Use unfriendly plants and other landscaping around the perimeter of your home that will deter intruders. And even those who are just curious. Thorny plants or flowers, impenetrable hedges, and even a lattice with vining or climbing plants can deter unwanted company from coming onto your property. Number 17. Don't hide your spare key in the usual places. Any thief with experience, and even most new thieves, know that people hide spare keys under the welcome mat, above the door, or in a fake rock or other item near the door. Don't use these usual hiding spots. Use an item that blends into the surroundings that is away from the door where thieves won't think to look. On the side of the house, beneath your bedroom window, or behind the shed, or the barn will be less obvious. Better yet, use a key vault with a code like real estate agents do. Number 18. Have important mail sent to a P.O. box rather than to your home mailbox to keep your most critical mail safe. I doubt even SHTF can stop the U.S. Postal Service, so better safe than sorry. Number 19. Eliminate hiding places around your home. Cut back shrubs and trees or bushes near or under your windows and around your doors or along the driveway. And number 20. Identify and gradually fortify a safe room or area. No matter what security measures you take, there's always the chance that you will fail and an intruder will get into your home. Once this happens, your best bet is a safe room or an area that you fortified in advance. Number 21. Use decoy, supplies, and weapons. Most thieves won't know in advance if you have weapons or supplies. They'll take what they see or can find easily and be happy with that. If you leave an old gun and small bills where it can be easily found, you may trick the thieves into thinking that's all there is and they won't look further. The same is true for like laptops. You have an old busted laptop or like a Windows 98 laptop or something like that. I mean, wipe it clean and then just leave it out and, and they would take that. Uh, number 22, email a list of serial numbers and photos of appliances, electronics, and other assets to yourself every three months. If things are stolen during non-SHTF times, you'll have something to start from for insurance purposes. Number 23, close it up. Don't leave your garage door open during the daylight hours for everyone to see the great toys and other things you have that they may want. You'd be surprised how often thieves decide their targets by cruising through and checking out open garage doors. Number 24. Keep your vehicles locked up. This includes your car, motorcycle, ATV, boat, or RV. You'd be surprised how often vehicles are ransacked simply because the thief found it unlocked. And number 25, stay alert and learn self-defense. Two of the best ways to improve security around your home are to stay alert to your surroundings and learn self-defense. 
Both of these skills may be the reason you'd get to keep your life in some situations and can certainly help deter a would-be thief. All right, so um, good list there. A lot of good things. You know, one of the things that I've recently done is installed the Ring uh, wireless doorbell. I mean, it was so easy to do. And, and one of the reasons I hadn't done it before um, is because I thought that the service to be able to view who was at your front door or record, I thought that it was too expensive. I thought it was like $30 a month. And then we uh, went out to uh, uh, have some coffee with a friend and we were talking about, you know, the neighborhoods and stuff like that because they live around here. And uh, they were talking about uh, their ring doorbell. And I said, yeah, but, you know, I was bringing up the fact that it costs so much money. And she said, well, you think $30 a year is too much? I don't think it's too much. And I said, no, I thought it was $30 a month. And so I had misread the first time I ever looked into it. So I went to go check it out, and she was right. It's like $3, $3 a month or $30 for the year, which is totally worth it. And so I went ahead and bought one. I think it's like $150, $175. I actually did an article on it. I'm going to go ahead and link to it in the, in the show notes if you're interested in it. But uh, it was so easy to install. They've got videos that will walk you through how to do it all. And it's just, it was amazing. I was able to tie it in very easily. If you have a, a doorbell, you already have a doorbell, uh, you know, in your home, very easy to set up. I'm always, you, you get alerted. Uh, so you get alerted when people ring the doorbell, but you also get alerted when there's motion, right? And so when my, when my kids are coming uh, home from school or they're coming from, uh, you know, uh, their jobs or whatever, I always see uh, that alert show up when people ring the doorbell. Uh, I'm able to see them. I'm able to actually talk to them through the door, uh, through the doorbell, uh, wherever I am. I don't have to be at home. I can be at work or I can be in the car. And, uh, you know, they don't know that I'm not at home. Right. But, uh, you know, I, you got their video. You can download the video. I mean, it is it is crazy uh, how how awesome it is. And it's a great picture. So anyway, I'm going to link to it in the show notes if you're interested in it. And so you can go take a look at it and just kind of see my uh, my review of it, how easy it was to put together. Uh, I would recommend that to anyone. If you can afford the $150 to put it in your in your front door and then the $30 a year for the service charge, I definitely do recommend it. it it's a great deal. But anyway, survivalsullivan.com for this article, 25 things to improve uh, your, your home security. I hope you do go take a, a closer look at this and do some of these things because I, I think it's just it's valuable. You want to add layers to your home. Uh, you want to add layers of security. And every time you do something like add a ring doorbell or add some kind of lighting or, you know, you add some bushes or you just do some of these things, you're adding a layer of protection. And uh, exactly what this article said, most thieves are going to look for the path of least resistance. If they see your house, they see an alarm system, even if they see a decal or a sign or something along those lines, they're going to go to the next one, right? They're going to go find somewhere else where they don't have to deal with an alarm and nothing like that. So anyway, uh, go check this out over at uh, survivalsullivan.com. Our next article is, um, is entitled, War on the Second Amendment is Very Real. And uh, to be honest, I, I know if you've been listening for a while, you know, when the, the shooting happened in Florida, I thought that they would do some, you know, there would be some some talk about gun confiscation and, and, and laws and things that needed to be passed. 
but I didn't think that it would go to, you know, to where it had been going. I thought some of that stuff had kind of died down a little bit uh, when Donald Trump became president. But, uh, man, it's, it's you know, gearing back up and it's there. So James here, uh, who is the author and the, the owner of uh, planandprepared.com, uh, he's a, a law enforcement official or an officer, and uh, he's written this article. So this article was published on March 1st, but it's still very relevant to where we are as a nation. There are plenty of people out there who don't like guns and and they you know they're okay to have their protection that you know their their safety uh, or their security guards have uh, guns but they don't want you to have guns. And uh, all you got to do is well I'm going to get ahead of myself here. Well, let me just go ahead and jump right into this. Uh, you can start to get very passionate about this kind of uh, the, this kind of talk. And there, or this kind of topic, and there's a lot of. Uh, it's very easy to get carried away on Facebook with uh, with people going back and forth. And, and I mean, I don't do that, but it's very easy to do that. So anyway, let's go ahead and jump on this one. War on the Second Amendment is very real. I have deliberately tried to stay away from politics on this site. I've said many times that I believe preparedness should transcend political, religious, and ideological beliefs. Disaster can strike at any time and does not discriminate. That being said, I firmly believe that part of being prepared is being ready and able to defend yourself and your loved ones for imminent threats. Trust me, there is plenty of danger that exists in our society today. Yes, avoiding conflict should be your primary goal, and you should use armed self-defense deadly force only as a last resort. But I truly believe that you have to have this ability It is your right to be able to defend yourself from those who wish to do you harm. And firearms are the great equalizer. I fully support the Second Amendment both as an American citizen and as a law enforcement officer. I also fully support an individual right to own a rifle like the AR-15. This article beautifully explains why the AR-15 is so popular and so useful. I strongly urge you to read it. And there's a link there to that article. The Second Amendment is not about hunting. It is about security, security of yourself and the security of our great nation. In recent weeks, we have seen the battle over the Second Amendment ramp up to levels never seen before. We have seen the media and politicians who have an anti-gun agenda go on the offensive. They attack firearms, the NRA, and even innocent gun owners as part of the problem. They lie. They distort facts and the truth. They spread falsehoods about guns and those who own them. Even a few of the pro-Second Amendment politicians have begun to cave. It is truly starting to concern me. Currently, the scapegoat in all of this is the AR-15 rifle. It is being vilified over and over, and many of the anti-gunners would have you believe that they are only after the evil assault rifles. This is a lie. Representative David Cicilline Democrat from Rhode Island has already introduced a bill that would, and here's a quote from the bill, and there's also a link. The bill, uh, the quote from the bill says this, the bill prohibits the sale, transfer, production, and importation of semi-automatic rifles and pistols that can hold a detachable magazine, as well as semi-automatic rifles with magazine that can hold more than 10 rounds. 
Additionally, the legislation bans the sale, transfer, production, and importation of semi-automatic shotguns with features such as a pistol grip or detachable stock and ammunition feeding devices that can hold more than 10 rounds. This is not just ARs and AKs. This includes pistols such as the Glock and Sig Sawyer, pistols that millions of Americans use for self-defense. This would also ban many types of shotguns that millions of Americans use for hunting and self-defense. Let's not forget that back in the 1980s, multiple bills were introduced that tried to ban handguns. In fact, handguns were illegal in Washington, D.C. until 2008 when it was struck down in the Supreme Court case, District of Columbia v. Heller. And while the Supreme Court did strike down this handgun ban, it did so with only a 5-4 to four vote. It was that close. So when the media and politicians say they don't want to take your guns away, realize they are lying. And now it is starting to get even scarier. Just the other day, President Trump talked about seizing firearms from those who have mental illness without due process of law. So he wants to violate the Second and the Fourth Amendment. Are you freaking kidding me? And there is a video here of uh, President Trump stating that. Look, we all agree that psychos like Nicholas Cruz or Adam Lanza should not have firearms. And I fully support background checks, including expanding background checks to include things like involuntary commit commitment to mental institutions and allowing medical personnel to report psychiatric issues that could potentially lead to mass shootings or other acts of extreme violence. But there is a process for restricting someone's constitutional rights. It's called the Fourth Amendment. It's not just the mainstream media and politicians attacking our rights. Now private businesses are getting in on the act as well. Companies like Hertz, Car Rental, and Delta Airlines dropped their NRA sponsorship. Big box stores like Dick's Sporting Goods stopped selling AR-15s and accessories. Walmart announced that they would no longer sell firearms or ammo to people under 21. And IT companies like YouTube have begun removing pro-Second Amendment channels from their sites. Below is a video from Hank Strange. He runs a firearm-related YouTube channel that was taken down last weekend. His channel was not the only one hit. Fortunately, after days of arguing, these channels were returned. But the message was clear. Firearm and Second Amendment channels are not safe. Please listen to Hank's message below. And so there is a, a link to a video message there, or a video. I could give you all kinds of facts and statistics that show that taking guns right, rights away from law-abiding citizens not only does not reduce gun violence or crime, but instead increases it. But I think if you are reading this article, then chances are you are already a gun owner or at least believe in your right to own and carry firearms. In that case, this message is for you. We can no longer stand on the sidelines in this war. We have to take action if the Second Amendment and the Fourth Amendment, for that matter, is going to be preserved. Your help is needed. First, contact your elected officials, federal and local officials. To find your federal officials, click the link here. And while emails are easy, they are many times ignored. Instead, make phone calls and write letters. You have to make your voice heard. Next, vote. Many elected officials will check voting records when receiving complaints from their constituents. If those folks have not voted, then many officials will simply ignore what they have to say. And why shouldn't they? If you are not going to vote for or against them, what do they have to worry about? So vote in all elections, big and small. Third, 
actively help campaign for those candidates who support the Second Amendment and help campaign against those who do not. Yes, this means volunteering your time and energy. But if we are going to preserve our rights and liberties, then we have to make a sacrifice. Our forefathers made sacrifices, as have our veterans. Millions made the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom. So giving up a Saturday or two to help support liberty-loving candidates is nothing in comparison. Fourth, join groups like the NRA. I am a member. I am also a member of Gun Owners of America. And there's links to all of these here. Both do an excellent job of keeping up with current legislation involving the Second Amendment at both the federal and state levels. So pay attention to what they are saying. And like political candidates, being willing to spend some time and energy helping out these organizations, they welcome volunteers. Next, begin boycotting companies that are clearly anti-Second Amendment. I have vowed that I will never enter a Dick's Sporting Goods store again. I won't use Hertz. For a list of companies boycotting the NRA, click the link here. Do your research. If you find companies that support anti-gun advocates, avoid them and openly support those companies who do support Second Amendment. In addition, I no longer buy firearms from big box stores like Walmart or Dick's. You can generally find better deals at local gun stores while supporting your local economy. In addition, your local gun store owners are almost always more knowledgeable when it comes to firearms than clerks behind the counter at a big box store. I once overheard a clerk at a big box store tell a customer that there really wasn't a difference between striker fire and hammer fire. You can also find some amazing deals on firearms online. I regularly use sites like Palmetto State Armory and Midway USA and would urge you to check them out. And finally, if you decide that you are ready to own a firearm, I strongly urge you to get it now. In addition, I also urge you to get training with your firearms and practice regularly. Your life might someday depend on it. Below are resources and information that will help you with your firearms and self-defense preparations. The first group of resources are information-based links and videos. The second group is of firearm vendors, all of whom I have used on many occasions. Hence, I feel completely confident in recommending them. So there are a lot of links here, um, probably some that you want to check out. So in the information, there's like one, two, three, four. Yeah, there's like 10, 10 to 12 links there. There's a couple of videos uh, here that you want to maybe look at. So AR-15 quality, what is your money getting you? Buying used pistols, what to look for? Top five guns for the new gun owner? And then he has a list of vendors that you might be interested in uh, and links to all of those. Uh, and then he has a, a concluding paragraph here. Make no mistake, our Second Amendment rights are under attack. There are those out there who want to do away with our right to defend ourselves, and we have to act now to stop them. Future generations are counting on us. Stay safe out there. This article, I think, is, is one that's very timely. Um, what's funny is I'm listening to an audiobook. I'll probably tell you about it a little bit later on. And it just feels like this is right out of that audiobook. But, uh, you know, there, there might be a time when purchasing a firearm is, is, uh, is going to be more difficult than it is today. That's just the truth. And that's just what people out there believe. And if you don't, I mean, if you're new to preparedness, Back when, uh, you know, there was talk about uh, confiscation, you know, a couple of years ago, 
and ammo was flying off the shelf. You could not find 9mm anywhere. You could not find 22 long rifle anywhere. And uh, you used to be able to go and just go buy a brick of 22 long rifle and, and you know, not bat an eye. And you just can't, you can't find that. And I haven't been able to, to really find at, at the prices that they were at before. And they're probably never going to be there uh, ever again. And so I just remember, uh, you know, listening to people online in videos saying, you know, the, the gun or the you know, whatever firearm you purchase now, it's never going to be cheaper than it is right now. Prices only increase on the good quality stuff, right? Uh, so very important there. And I do like his advice about going to a local firearms dealer. They usually are very, a lot more familiar with firearms. They're able to uh, give you a little bit more customer service and give you a little bit more attention than uh, you know some of these big box stores that are just moving. They move a lot of product. They might be just a little bit cheaper, although sometimes I have found that your local firearm dealer is cheaper than uh, like going to a gun show or going to uh, even a big box store. Uh, you know, they they are cheaper, so you just need to you know find one that you feel comfortable with going in there, and then just ask a lot of questions. If they see that you are you know you're truly interested. They're going to talk to you. They're going to help you. They're going to, you know, if you are looking, if you've you never purchased a firearm before, you can go in there and say, hey, look, I don't know what I'm really looking for. Can you help me decide on in what I need? And just get some, you know, get some information. Let them let you hold the firearms and, and see what feels right and uh, kind of go from there. And we do need to, like James is saying here, you know, make our voice heard. One of the, uh, when you click on the link of the NRA supporters uh, or the, the I'm sorry, the, the businesses that started to boycott the NRA or stop supporting the NRA, I guess is, is what I should say. Um, there is a list here. I believe I read it before, but I want to go ahead and read it again for you. Uh, Delta Airlines, United Airlines, Enterprise Holdings, which is the parent company of Enterprise Rent-A-Car, Alamo, and National. Semantic, a cybersecurity company. So, I mean, if you have their uh, antivirus, their internet protection firewall on your computer, uh, Simply Safe, a home monitoring company, First National Bank of Omaha, which issued the NRA Visa credit card, MetLife, Wyndham Hotel Group, Avis, uh, Hertz, and Best Western Hotel Group. So, uh, man, that's um, you know that's a lot there. And these were people that were. Actually, like, so if you became a member of the NRA, there were special uh, privileges that you had, right? You would get special deals. And a lot of these companies started pulling their deals from uh, from the NRA membership benefits. So very sad. But I don't know if you've seen those, uh, those reports that the NRA, I mean, that was one of the best things these guys ever did for the NRA is that NRA... Uh, membership just went through the roof. It was just crazy. It went through the roof. People realized, you know, and that which that leads me back to the mainstream media is so so out of touch, and, and so either they're way out of touch, or they're pushing their own agenda and they're forcing it down people's throats. And people who have no clue don't even realize that, you know. And so I, it's almost to the point like you want to believe that they have no clue, but it's hard to believe that anymore, right? It's like they, they are pushing their own agenda out there. But the American people, the regular everyday common people who live in America are not, you know, are not 
putting up with it. And so they see the things that are going on, you know, in the media. They see the things. They're starting to see behind all that smoke screen. And so they're like, okay, so you're, you know, you're dogging the NRA. Your people are pulling out of the NRA. The NRA had nothing to do with what was going on in Florida. So they go and they start supporting the NRA. And so I, I just think that that's going to continue to happen. And so we have, you know, uh, midterm, uh, midterm elections coming up. And you're hearing a lot of, you know, like the, the Republicans are, are running and, and, and uh, they're afraid that they're going to lose a lot of seats and things like that. I, I don't know. I don't know if that is the mainstream media, again, pushing that and trying to dishearten uh, conservatives out there or if that really is the, the, the take on it. But I just I don't know. I, I don't see that. So it's, we're just going to have to see, uh, you know, and, and vote like James is saying here in this article and uh, do your duty. And then we'll just kind of see what happens here. But I think most Americans are starting to get really fed up. I think that's, you know, there there's no way that Donald Trump was supposed to win, according to the mainstream media. And I think it just shocked everybody when they woke up that next day and they realized that Donald Trump was a president. And, uh, you know, it was like, you know, the American people spoke and it was just, hey, this is what we we want. This is what we desire. We don't want. We're tired of of politicians the way they're doing it. The same old, same old. We need a change. And so uh, there you go with that. A lot of that uh, today on the podcast. All right, guys. Well, that's it for episode 269. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Uh, if you get a chance, come on over to the Facebook group. Love to have you over there. And don't forget uh, some of the things that we've talked about. Uh, you know, if you'd love to leave a review, I'd appreciate that. And then also that free book by John Theo. Uh, and you can go to the Facebook group and uh, and get that link uh, to go straight to Amazon and download that. With that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.